The sun has set, the air is cold, something moves beyond the clearing. A faint whisper, a heavy footstep, something's getting close. But have no fear, you should be safe, the campfire is going strong. Gather around, but be warned, they come before dawn. Good evening, dear listeners. And welcome to They Come Before Dawn. I am your host, Lawrence. And I am your co-host, Ray. And this night's episode, we'll be talking about shadow people. So, Ray, how are you? I'm good. How are you, Lawrence? I'm, I'm great. <laughs> I'm fantastic. All right. So, um, I guess we should start with a little thank you for yeah, everyone th- who listened to... I think uh, a thank you would be yeah, in place. For everyone who listened to... Uh, Episode 0 and episode 1, we got quite a lot of good reactions, more than we expected at least. Way more than I expected. (laughs) I thought that perhaps 5 of my friends and 5 of your friends would listen and that would be it. Those those would be the same people. (laughs) Yeah, those would be the same people, that's correct. I mean, a lot more listened to uh, the podcast, which is... I never wanted to put a number on it i never wanted to say oh i want a hundred people to listen to an episode every week every monday no No, that's not what i wanted to do start small yeah start small obviously and not really put a goal on it but even then i i was surprised by the amount of people that listened same same so yeah thank you for that and hopefully you will enjoy this episode as well so like we said, we will be talking about shadow people. Yeah, that's correct. I did a lot of my research on my brand new e-reader because <laughs> I bought an e-reader <laughs> for e-reader. it, and I'm so it's such a it's such a wonderful thing. It is. I always read books, physical books, and I thought, well, e-readers are not enough. E-readers are nothing for me. Those are just too well, it's too much technology. I like mm-hmm. the feeling of paper and books in my hand. That's what most people think at first, until they get an e-reader. Until they get an (laughs) e-reader, probably, because this thing is amazing. Yes, I got mine two years ago, and it's just, it's the best, it's the best, yeah. I've, I've already read, I've read a book that I wanted to, well, not really talk to you about, but I wanted to explain it to you. Okay. Do you know Max Brooks? Max Brooks? Max Brooks. He's the writer of uh, World War Z. Ah, oh, no. No, the I World have, War Z. Well, I, I, it's a movie. Yeah, it's well, a movie right? with Brad yeah. Pitt, but the movie is nothing like the book. Oh. The book is... Like most of the time. <laughs> in my opinion, it's one of... I think it's in my top five of books ever. Oh, really? One of my favorite books. It's such a unique book. Because mm-hmm. it's... Uh, it talks about the zombie apocalypse. Yeah. A zombie apocalypse. Is that, am I saying it correctly? Is that zombie apocalypse? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. I mean, sometimes it sounds <laughs> so weird. Um, and it's the writer itself is an unnamed character and he's talking to different people. He's interviewing different people. Oh. So it starts at the beginning of the infection stage of how, I mean, it's kind of like how we are at this time with the whole pandemic but starts small st- but grows zombies. larger <laughs> and what with zombies and oh we heard reports that the dead don't stay dead 
and oh, yeah, very yeah. mysterious in the beginning. Oh, okay. Then it's commonplace zombies, and everyone's scared of them. And mm -hmm. it's just a very interesting book. I really like it, and I would I would um, suggest to everyone to read it. Okay. But that's not the book that I wanted to tell you. Oh, okay. The book I read yeah. is called. Hold on. It's called Minecraft the Island. <laughs> So, what? it's a Minecraft book, okay. which is not really that special because there are a lot of unofficial Minecraft books. Yes. This book, written by prestigious writer Max Brooks, is an official Minecraft book. So oh, the and it's by, the of, same... it's by the same writer that wrote oh. Zombie, Surv uh, Zombie Survival Guide, one of his books as well, but also World War Z. Hmm. The book is in the perspective of a Minecraft player mm -hmm. who doesn't know what Minecraft is. Who doesn't know what Minecraft is. So if you would read one of the unofficial books, mm -hmm. it talks about, oh, well, we know what the crafting is and we know what, what everything in this world is. And then the book starts with, the, it, it's also an unnamed protagonist, mm -hmm. waking up in the middle of the ocean. And one of the first thing he says is, what the fuck? Why is the sun a square? Oh! What the hell's happening? So, so he's actually in the game. He's in the okay. game, and he doesn't know what the fuck Minecraft is. Oh my god! So eventually he gets to the name, the island, and he goes, "What's wrong with this world? Why is everything squared? Where is oh everything in a block?" He raises his hands up, but you know your hands aren't fingers and that's not no, that something no. in Minecraft. He says, what are these fleshy oh, lumps no. on my arms? <laughs> so, oh my god. That's okay. what I love about the guy. He makes such a unique that book. That actually sounds like a book I want to read. I've read it in two days. So good. Oh, nice. You really should read it. Okay, send that to me. Yeah, I'll, I'll send it to you. It's, it's really, you should really read it. Nice. So, anyway, I've used my e-reader a lot in yeah. the research. I, uh, and you don't even have it for that long. <laughs> no, I think I have it for about a week. Yeah, you know? something like that. Yeah. Oh my god. The book that I used in question was a book by Jason Offutt called Darkness Walks, The Shadow People Among Us. Among Us. Among Us. <laughs> More games. Yeah. Kind of sus. So, Ray, what are shadow people? So, to give a general description, shadow people are a paranormal phenomenon where a patch of shadow takes a human-like form, um, which can be seen as either good or evil, and in some stories they even have red or yellow eyes. So if our listeners would think back to episode zero, I talked that I sometimes see shadow people. Yeah. I said that, that I, yeah. but it's mostly at night when I'm working. Yeah. Delivering newspapers, yeah. I sometimes see a shadow in the end of a, of a long road, something along those lines. Yeah. So exactly. it's that phenomenon. Yes. So, a lot of the times, shadow people, um, they just appear but don't really do us any harm. Um, and apparently they feed off electricity and um, energy of human beings, even if they're not evil. Um, and supposedly, what I read is that there are three main types of shadow people. So you have like the shadow man, who has no face. This one is supposedly harmless, um, like it won't bother you or anything. It also won't touch you. Then there are shadow people um, with yellow or green eyes, apparently. 
These are mostly harmless as well, but they do watch us. Like the first type is not bothered with us, they're just there, they, like, they, don't, they don't give a crap about humans, they're just there. They're and the there. second type is more like we're watching you, which is a little bit more creepy, but they're apparently still good. They're a bit of perverts, they like to watch you at your home and <laughs> if you, if look you put at it you like that. Yeah. <laughs> Fires. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> so, and then the third uh, type um, is more of a disfigured type of shadow person. So it's not very human-like, it, it, it can appear more... I'm thinking about um, from Spirited Away. Spirited Away. Mm -hmm. Wow. No face. An unpopular opinion. I've never seen Spirited Away. <gasps> Holy shit. It's a Miyazaki oh film, right? Yes. Studio I, Ghibli. Studio Ghibli uh, is. I love Studio Ghibli. I think I've seen almost every movie with a few exceptions, and I've seen most of them more than once. Spirited Away is definitely. I have one seen of my quite. I have seen quite a bit of anime. I love anime. Oh. I have never seen a Studio Ghibli film. Oh my god. Not a single one. Never? How's Never. Moving Castle? Nope. Kiki's Delivery How, Service? How's Moving Castle? I wanna play one of the, the, the main song. Uh, I think it's Roundabout uh, of Life or something. It's, oh, it's don't, the song I thing. don't know the names na, of songs. Na, 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 na. Yeah, 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 I know which one. I wanna one. play that song on my violin, because oh. it's such a beautiful song. But yeah. I've never seen a movie. I don't know what it's about. Oh my god, you should watch it though. I know. I'm not gonna explain about what it is. I right know now, quite a few titles. Yeah. You but I don't know. know. Like, one of my favorites. Princess Monoke? Yeah. Oh, that was actually one of my least favorites, even though it's quite a popular one. But one of my favorites is still. Yeah, me. but I don't know. My neighbor told Ah, oh, my neighbor told yes. I know. remember that, because there's. <laughs> yeah, yeah, with the big guy. Yeah. I don't know anything about it. But I know that they're really good films. Mm -hmm. We're not talking about Studio Ghibli today, no. are we? <laughs> Tonight? We're, uh, we're, we're going off topic here. Yeah. Um, so this is the third type. is like a disfigured type. So yeah. for those who do know Spirited Away, um, the moment No-Face becomes more greedy, he turns into a um, more monster-like, like a bigger type of shadow. Those who saw the movie will know what I'm talking about. Yeah. So we're thinking that kind of um, shadow person. So these are more demon-like, uh, with also yellow or red eyes, and these are considered the evil type. They feed off our fear. Yeah, that's what I also found. That yeah. The ones with the darker aura about them and yeah. the darker uh, presence are mostly those with mm -hmm. the red eyes. And a little tip that I found, if you might encounter one of these, if you if you do, I mean, I don't know, but if you would. Um, apparently, because they feed um, of fear, if you try to act as calm as possible and try to hide your fear as much as possible um, and surround yourself with like love and light, it will go away. That's easier said than done. It's easier said than done. You mean not in the moment itself, you mean in general, you, in general, yeah, try to surround in, yourself. In a moment with, itself yeah. as well. Like if you would encounter one, yeah. Like try to think, like close your eyes, try to think of love and light happy and happy thoughts, um, and it apparently goes away. I don't know. Didn't test it out. Never encountered one before. But if you do, if you did, you know, try it out. You yeah. never know. Could be that one of our listeners has ever encountered Maybe. one. Would be interesting to if you do. Let to, us know. Yeah, to, you to hear from this them. On 
our email address. Any of our social medias. (laughs) We're also on our email address. They come before dawn. Bot at (laughs) gmail.com. I think it's such a long email address though. Yeah, it's a very long email address. (laughs) But it's okay. So this is like a theory that I read, like about these three types. I don't know if this is like an official thing, but it's something I read a lot about. Or read, like I heard, because I watched YouTube videos. I didn't read much, I watched YouTube videos. Yeah, I took the reading upon (laughs) me and you took the watching upon you. Indeed. Um, So I read a few other theories. Um, One of them is that shadow persons Shadow people? Shadow people, shadow persons. We'll, we'll use it interchangeable. Yeah. <laughs> Are interdimensional beings. So um, beings from another dimension that can travel to ours to either study us or another purpose that we just don't know about, um, which I think is absolutely creepy. I have found... Ew. <laughs> I don't want to be watched. <laughs> even as you say, there could be interdimensional beings. I've also found a whole lot of more yeah, theories. Probably. I heard that they could be extraterrestrial beings. What? Extraterrestrial. Extraterrestrial <laughs> beings. What is it? Aliens. Oh, that was. I, I just wanted to be fancy. And, okay. <laughs> and say the word two times incorrectly and then once correctly. Mm. So aliens, yes. but also reptilian. Oh no, beings. reptilians. Oh no, and I read, I saw a video about that. I just, I, I, no. Demonic <laughs> entities. I've also read that they could be guardian angels. Yeah. So, so anything paranormal, it could be that. Mm-hmm. So my next theory that I read about yeah. is that they are not ghosts. Definitely not ghosts. Yeah. Because apparently a ghost is... Um, our spirits are supposed to be white and, and, and light and bright, you know, because, I mean... That's what we like to think about when we move on. It's like a white light that goes in whatever you believe in, I guess. So it's not supposed to be a dark shadow. So this this is a thing around the community that shadow people are most definitely not ghosts. They are not like your loved ones looking out for you. Which community are you talking about? The paranormal community. Just the paranormal yeah, community. Yeah, indeed. You yeah, I didn't. <laughs> just said the community. The community. The I didn't have any context. <laughs> well, we are part of the paranormal community now, so... <laughs> Apparently. Other theories are that shadow people are time travelers, so people from the future who have advanced technology to mask their faces so we wouldn't recognize them. <laughs> so, that's such a weird thing. That's a weird... You read that as well, or are you just I, like... I read it as well, but I, I thought it was so absurd that it even crossed my mind to just say it oh no. yeah i actually think my travelers just imagine it be true people from the year 4000 so just imagine that you know we hum, humankind like i don't believe that but just imagine that we do survive until the year three or four thousand mm-hmm. i mean that's that's a lot of years away yeah our technology by then if we survive would be like something we cannot even imagine right now so why not it's something that has always crossed our minds time travel i believe that one day we will be able to do it so let me so let me counter (laughs) this yes do that you exist in the year 4000 you not me no i i'm just Ah, using you as an example so you 
Ray, yes. you live in the year for 4000. And you have the technology to, as you say, mask yourself and also to return back in time. Mm -hmm. And you do that. You do return back into time. Yes. Why? For example, to learn about your family tree. Um, and just imagine, it, it. by then it's not a science thing. It's not something like, you know, NASA and only a few people can go to the moon, but it's like thing yeah so I just, just I just don't really I don't know I mean why would you I know my family tree because it's written down and I know quite a bit of my family's history I don't know my family it's, tree yeah I only hope that what I read online is true and if so that means that I am uh, the great 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 grandchild maybe not grandchild but I descend it may be that I sent from a pirate. Wait. Yeah. Wait, what are you saying? One of your... You're a descendant of a pirate? Maybe. Oh. I, I didn't check it, but it could be. He had the same last name and he lived close to where we, we're from, so... Huh. Yeah. Okay, that's So I might be a yeah, so, pirate. <laughs> so, if you, so if you would have the technology at this moment, you would return back into time to see if that pirate descendant of yours maybe yeah whatever he did yeah i mean okay i could go to the archives but let's say it's the year 4000 apocalypse happened everything is destroyed like we don't know i, I don't know maybe. i just I, I don't really i don't really I see think, it no it's, oh my it's god so, i do it's so as we have a few experiences that we'll talk about and a few stories not only from uh, western culture but different cultures mm -hmm. uh one of the things that i have seen I don't know if you've seen it as well, but I have seen as that most of these encounters happen in the bedroom. Yes. It happens true. at night, mm -hmm. happens in certain conditions. Why would a time traveler travel not only back into time, but appear in a bedroom? Well, okay, the bedroom thing is maybe a little weird, but at night is kind of logical because they know that when they travel back in time, they appear as a shadow. So you wouldn't, like, imagine, imagine standing in the middle of Times Square, New York, yeah. a broad daylight, yeah. and a shadow appears in, in the middle of the... Yeah, but these shadow like, entities and shadow beings that we're talking about haven't been seen in bright, lit no, areas as exactly. like men. Because time travelers are smart. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, sure. There are rules, you know. <laughs> and there are! You can't change the past, so they need to stay hidden. But And then just sometimes... Wait, this is a paradox. <laughs> you can't change your past, but by going back to the past, you're changing it. But because you're changing it, something hasn't been changed. Do you understand what yes, I'm saying? You're creating... It's um, a paradox. It's a. It's you're creating a, multiple. Um, yeah. It's like a multiverse. It's, it's like crash. a multiverse. <laughs> but I already believe yes. in that kind of stuff. You you do believe in that yes. stuff. Yes. Okay. Because when you make a decision, I believe that in another universe I made a different decision. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Or for example, I made a decision that is not, like not fate or whatever you know, and. So I create with my decision that was not, you know, meant to be. 
Mm -hmm. I create a new universe, for example. Yeah, and that's whatever you're talking about at this moment. It has a very specific name, and it is something if you think about it, mm -hmm. makes a lot of sense. But mm -hmm. it's just a weird thing. It's it, it's really weird. Right? It's so you believe. You believe in interdimensional beings and aliens and no, aliens? No, I've never said that I believe any <laughs> okay, of that. Okay, but you, you didn't read about those things? Yeah, I read about because those things. Because you were like, things. oh yeah, that could be. Well, never, like, I, ah. never, I never said that it, that could be. I think that okay. anytime someone says, oh, it's the reptilians that are doing this, mm -hmm. I don't know. Okay. I've, I've <laughs> worked with quite a bit of reptiles and whatever they say about reptilian brains and reptiles are smart mm -hmm. they're not world conquering illuminati level <laughs> smart you don't know that <sighs> i'm just kidding oh no kidding. i don't maybe they are and oh they're God. fooling us that turtle you saved <laughs> i said no not my dear turtle sushi he's an fbi agent <laughs> that's why he wants to escape his his aquarium oh no Okay, but, you it's, know... <laughs> it's really, it's really fun to talk about these things as a hypo hypothetical. Yeah, indeed. Like, could it be? Could like, it be? I think I'd I love to do that. So yeah, okay. <laughs> and then another super interesting theory that I read is that shadow people are astral projections. Yeah. So astral projections, for those who don't know, is also known as a out-of-body experience and it's where a person is able to free their soul from their body to travel on the astral plane yeah i'm not gonna go into detail about well, it because, because I'll, I'll talk about it in a bit more detail oh really yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. some of this some of the cultural oh. things that i found really look into the Very astral projection okay yeah. nice um i was just gonna say like i'm not gonna go into much detail because most people probably know what it is but if you don't keep on listening and you will hear in a few minutes yeah so like i said it is believed that our spirit um would be a white light but in this theory it is said that because the person is still alive while doing astral projection it's um it the soul is seen as a dark shadow and the face isn't detailed because it's just the soul traveling while the body is still alive okay. like it made sense to me like yeah, I mean, does I, it? I, I know, really, I, I sort of understand what you mean. Yeah. So, yeah, those are my theories, like my short versions of uh, theories, yeah. which some I think are believable, like time travel. Time <laughs> <laughs> <I> travel. <laughs> and yeah, others I just really don't believe at all. I don't. I'm not sure about the aliens, for example. Yeah, I don't. Really I believe in aliens. As in, I believe in there is more life out there than just us on I think Earth. it's a given. But I don't necessarily think that they are more advanced and able to travel to Earth. They could be in a completely different right. galaxy and not even right. able to meet us. Like you, you also... You have to look at it as a bit of a scientific um, way of yeah, seeing of it. Yeah. Something that's alien doesn't really have to be a carbon copy of who we are. No, it doesn't have to not. be a yeah. like you know the typical aliens as a, the little gray guys or 
the man in the black. Green, yeah, and the, and the green. Yeah, the green alien type of dude. Types, yeah. And insect. Those shouldn't always be our per- perception of, of alien. Because just a different, yeah. just a, a microbe or a virus or something that's so small, but hasn't been made on Earth or, or wasn't mm-hmm. created on Earth. It's also alien. It's also alien. Indeed. So if we but would go to Mars, for instance, yeah, and they look into the soil... Didn't they already find life on Mars? They found water on Mars. I don't really think they found oh. life yet. Yeah, it could be. But we've also not been physically there. Could be possible that they scoop up a bit of Earth and look into it on a microscope and find yeah. teeny tiny little amiibos. I mean, Those are aliens. Yeah, that is. But even if there was something out there that is close to us like not it's not like it doesn't have to look human like because a different planet with different temperatures and stuff will probably make a different type of creature like why would it also stand on two legs and have yeah, two arms yeah yeah just for, evolution for all we know it on that, that planet they need six arms or wings who knows <laughs> <laughs> who knows in your way we have so many different animals so many different yeah. Uh, type of creatures so walking and crawling and flying around it's yeah but it's the same thought process what I was gonna get to is that um, these quote-unquote aliens we call them aliens but for all we know they are just speculating just as much as we do about aliens out there and we are aliens for them do you know what I mean? yeah yeah it's yeah, I, I see your logic. I believe I believe in something like that. I don't think aliens have traveled to us yet, but I think something is out there in another galaxy, not like on Mars or Jupiter or it whatever. It could just be on the same level as us. It could also just be looking and haven't found anything yet. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're just not able to travel that far yet. There's yeah, so they could more. also just not be able to travel that far. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So, shadow people, right? Yeah, right, we're going off We've been talking again. about time travel, we've been talking about aliens. Oh my god. Good thing that we didn't really specifically talk about reptilians, because... <laughs> That's a whole other story. Alright, we are all over the place, yes. but let's see. Could just be very interesting. People Indeed. might just like it. Okay. So, Lawrence, you did some more in-depth research yeah. about different type of shadow peoples yeah. in different cultures, stories. Yeah. So I'm super curious about that. I did find, I've mostly looked into different cultures because the really, the shadow people that we know mostly are the type that you wake up in the middle of the night, mm-hmm. something is standing at the foot of your bed or you look outside for a second and you see something move in the dark and oh, it was like a shadow of a man or something. That's really what we see as shadow people. Mm-hmm. also found different cultures that do not see it that way. Mm-hmm. Not exactly that way. So I have a couple of um, examples. So like, these are, of course, I've seen these in the book that I said, but they're still very interesting. So, like, one of them was a, a phenomenon called the mud people. So not shadow people, but mud people. Mud people. Mud, as in... Yeah, mud. Ew. Um, <laughs> it talks about uh, a man called Carlos Castanares. 
he is a biologist and a writer as well, mm -hmm. I believe. He was a biologist, or was he? It doesn't really matter. I He's a know. smart man. <laughs> In one of his books called The Active Side of Infinity, so Carlos Castaneda talks about an experience he and his teacher Don Juan have uh, with beings called the Mud People. Castanadas was training in shamanism under a Yakwa sorcerer, sorcerer? Yakwa? Y-A-Q-U-I. Yakwa? Yakwi? I really don't know. It's um, it's uh, indigenous people of the Rio Yakwi Valley in the Mexican state of uh, Sonora. Um, in his book, Castanadas describes him seeing shadows in the corner of his eyes. Um, under tutelage of Don Juan. Well, Don Juan later says that ancient Mexican sorcerers were the first ones to see these shadow beings. Um, they believed that these shadows were companions for life, so everyone had one of these. Um, oh. They were a predator of sorts. Mm -hmm. They fed on human energy oh. and human existence. Um, I quote... There is an explanation, which is the simplest explanation in the world. They took over because we are food for them, and they squeeze us mercilessly because we are their sustenance." End quote. Mm -hmm. He then further describes these predators as a sort of gods. That's what I, I've read that part of his book, it really makes them sort of like deities. Hmm. Um, these mud people, they give us our systems of beliefs, our ideas of good and evil, our social mores. Oh. They set up our dreams, our expectations, our successes and our failures, or our dreams of them at least. Um, I, it really got very philosophical and very mm. difficult. I'm not that smart of a man <laughs> to understand that. So the next part was kind of difficult to understand, but, but Castanadas says that these predators do all this by giving us their mind. And I think he means, he means sharing minds? By giving us their mind. Yeah. So like... By giving us their mind, they give us these beliefs, I don't know. So in like a telepathic, tel telepathic way, that they... Sh they I don't know, project their beliefs on us or something? Yeah, I really didn't understand it because he sure. really didn't go into detail then as well. I'm not sure why they would It's do really that. vague. And he describes, like the sustenance part, he describes it as like we would wear a coat or a, a blanket around yeah. us <laughs> that was glowing white and glowing yellow energy. It was so weird. I feel so, so uncomfortable right now. That's like, that <laughs> yellow and that energy, that's the thing that these mud people eat or they gain their sustenance from. Okay. And as a child, that's really bright and it's full. The coat and the blanket is very full. But once they start feeding and once um, we get older, it's the, the amount of energy is so small that it just is barely visible and connects us to the floor. He says, I don't really know if it was exactly what he says, but I think he says, the only thing 
of energy we have left is a sliver of energy that goes from the top of our toe to the bottom of to the ground. Oh. So it's really like what is it, a centimeter or two? Yeah. It's very little energy left. I mean, I, I kind of, I've got, I kind of get it to be like it makes it's, sense. And I think I guess? he sort of, I think what he means by that, if they would eat all our energy, that would die. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it makes sense as in not that I necessarily believe this, but I mean, it's it's correct that as a child we are more open to paranormal stuff like that's what yeah that's always been the consensus yeah indeed um and, and the, the older we get the more we like yeah well we grow up and and how older we get like we we literally get old our energy is literally drained i mean of course it's soul biology yeah but is it literally I, I really don't know like, it's it really talks a bit about astral stuff as well mm-hmm. they are in a stand in a trance like state while they see these beings and yeah. know of these energies um he also says that there are two types of mud people uh, oh. inorganic entities who are shapes uh, that can be good or bad the good ones may barter for your energy the bad ones just steal it Mm. Okay. It's re- it's really weird. Um, then there is also organic or benevolent entities. Uh, they do not feed on humans, but they also don't stop the inorganic ones. Yeah. Okay. So they are they are neutral. Organic. Um. I should also say that there really are doubts about the veracity of Castaneda's work. Um. It is thought that Don Juan is imaginary, that Don Juan doesn't exist. Hmm. Uh, a number of arguments include that Castaneda didn't report on the Yakui names of a single plant that he came across. So he describes plants, but he doesn't describe them in their name. So it's like we would call, if you would say that you're on a journey, and you describe trees, but you don't call them by their names. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Um, Also, he and Don Juan go unmolested by pests that um, normally torment desert hikers. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So, in the book Castaneda's Journey by Richard DeMille, he includes uh, 47 pages of quotes that Castaneda attributes to Don Juan which were actually from a variety of other sources. Mm-hmm. 47 pages. 47 pages, of course. That's Those are some some other things, so... Yeah. The consensus about whatever the mud people are and whatever um, Castaneda's story is about yeah. them is that it's probably fiction. I mean, probably. I mean, I just, I, I also really hope that is fiction because I do not want my personal shadow person to feed off my energy. Yeah. I mean, the thought that there is in on an astral plane someone attached to me, like feeding off my energy right now, I'm like, just shoot, get yeah. out. It's, <laughs> no. it's really weird. <laughs> then we have the djinn. The djinn, that's probably a name that you have heard yes, before. Of course, yes. So it's where we get the genie. Yeah. Yeah, so the jinn is um, a paranormal entity uh, from Islam. Mm-hmm. Um, the jinn 
is a being that's capable of becoming invisible, become invisible. He can shapeshift, teleport, and possess humans. Um, Allah created the jinn from the smokeless flame of fire. A non-Muslim jinn uh, is considered dangerous and wicked. So there are two different types of jinn. Oh, so there's a Allah Muslim created him yeah. or him like the jinn yeah. himself. Yeah, Allah did ah, that. Ah, okay, and and. If there are other jinns that are not created by Allah, I think Allah created all jinns. Oh, but those but who are not. I think there's a Muslim jinn and there's a non-Muslim mm-hmm. kind of jinn. So the Muslim jinns are always kind, good-hearted, always ready to help, and yeah. they're seen as good beings. And then you have the non-Muslim jinn; those are always seen as uh, dangerous, wicked. Mm. They appear as dark figures and prey upon unsuspecting human souls. Um, Jinns are great deceivers and may present themselves as the ghost of a loved one, perhaps. So, like a mud people, it's also believed that every person has a jinn attached to them. Oh, okay. Yeah. And the thing about, uh, the thing I read about jinns attacking and entering a human body actually closely resembles an exorcism. Yeah. Like being... Being possessed possessed yeah. by demons. Yeah, okay. That's a, so the jinn you can look at it as a sort of demon and like a cross between a demon and a shadow entity. I think I get it. Like it's it's probably mm, not similar to yeah, maybe it is like what's similar of Christ- Christianity. For example, jinns that are Muslim, like you know, the mm-hmm. ones created from Allah that stay Muslim are what Christians would consider as angels, probably. Like yeah. everyone has them, so yeah. everyone has like a guardian angel. Yeah, that could be that could and be a good way of thinking about the it. The jinns that are not Muslim are indeed demons yeah. and they can possess you and need to be exercised, yeah. for example. Also a jinn was just able to live as a human. They ate, they talked, oh, they okay. slept, they had intercourse. Mm-hmm. So and, and, and how did we come up with you need to did rub a lamp no. and get three wishes? <laughs> I have no idea. So I have no idea. Because the concept of rubbing a lamp yeah. and getting wishes, that's what we get from this, this tale of Aladdin. Yeah. But the tale of Aladdin isn't an, a, an African... I mean, Aladdin, Aladdin lives in... It's Arabic. Agro, Agro, yeah, Arabic it's country. Arabic That's not what the story goes. The story of Aladdin. Aladdin is a Chinese myth. Wait, what? And he doesn't rub a lamp. He rubs a, a ring. The the original. And the original story. story oh. about Aladdin and the genie that we know doesn't have anything to do with Arabian really folklore, or Arabian myth. It's nothing with the lamp. There's a ring that's been rubbed, another lamp. There's nothing about wishes. Where does the lamp thing come from? I have no idea. I just think that's a thing that Disney has changed. In Hinduism, there is something called the Wandering Souls. Ooh, that rings a bell, actually. Yeah, it does. Like vaguely. Well, it just has. The name it has to do Souls. with astral projection. Oh. So it could be okay. that. In Hinduism, there is a concept called Antarloka. 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 It's uh, the dimension between worlds where souls wander between incarnations. 
So when a, ah. when a person dies, their soul goes to Antarkor, Antar, Antarloka, yeah. and isn't stays there until it's ready for the next incarnation. Isn't that, isn't that similar to Limbo? Sorta, yeah. yeah. Okay. You could you could or look like, at it as limbo, I think. Or like purgatory. Yeah, pur yeah. no, I don't think. Uh, or is that more hellish? Purgatory is really the place between hell and heaven, and ah, I think okay. a soul goes to heaven or hell, but first it goes through purgatory. Okay, and this is it's like really about reincarnation. Reincarnation. Okay, yeah. yes, yes, yes. It's like a waiting room at a doctor. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just you wait there until it's your turn to be reincarnated. I believe in that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's possible for some of these souls to appear in our world. Um, in Hindu thinking, shadow people are more likely to be a wandering soul of a person who died like an untimely death or something, and is still earthbound for a period of time. Uh, these are just lost souls, and it can only be seen by people who are really in tuned into their presence, who are more sensitive yeah. to their presence. Mm -hmm. There's also yeah. they are also described as wandering souls, dark shadows, amongst those. So, so for me, this is the most believable one so far. Yeah. Even though, like I said in one of the theories, our souls are supposed to be like white and light and everything. Like that doesn't mean that's true. It's just a theory I read. So it could be souls waiting. I don't know what's after that. So. I hope reincarnation. <laughs> <laughs> it's a free for all for no, me. No, I I I hundred percent believe in reincarnation. So yeah. this one. You you said it in episode zero as well. I uh yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah. Yeah. So in Hinduism there are wandering souls. Buddhism also has a sort of shadow people type of entity. Mm -hmm. um, so Buddhism focuses more on peace and tranquility. Um, so they do not really like to probe or really talk about dark shadows um, they exist beyond our periphery they are not within reach and we shouldn't be able to touch them and we shouldn't touch them oh okay yeah uh, tibetan buddhism is has quite a few dark threatening entities um, and it's believed that they only affect us through the power of our true demons so Oh. A lot of hatred, stupidity, pride, and envy yeah. causes these dark entities. Okay. To get rid of these entities, one should appeal to the Buddha. Everything's go, everything goes through the Buddha. Mm -hmm. So we should appeal to the Buddha for compassion, fearlessness, and try to abandon these bad emotions. I can agree and disagree. So in Buddhism, it's more yeah. an, an amalgamation, ma amalgamation? Of is that correct? Amalgamation. I believe that it's a like a stew pot, a collection. In Buddhism, oh, yeah, in okay. Buddhism, it's more of a collection of dark emotions and dark thoughts that create these shadow beings. Yeah, I can, I can. There's also you, you understand, you feel these dark emotions. I understand that if you believed it, that it could be just a manifestation of these emotions. Yeah. I can quite get in, into that, or like, how, how do you say that, like, I can understand that. Yeah. However, I do want to say something about that, and that is that, quote-unquote, bad emotions aren't always needed to be, like, abandoned. Like, it's okay to be afraid, it's okay to be scared, these are all natural emotions, 
and even if you try to live a life of peace and compassion being angry uh, like uh, some sometimes or being afraid or sad is completely normal and completely okay and it will not like affect your soul it's only when it becomes too much like you become too angry and you start hurting other people for example yeah. then it's a problem then you get darkness into your soul i just wanted to like say that for anyone who's like because i used to be like oh no i can't be angry or sad like i need to be positive and all the time blah blah but that's not true you need to find a good balance between you two to live a happy life you know there's nothing wrong with being afraid and there's nothing yeah. wrong with being scared or but sometimes angry. it's said like that you know you need, to, yeah. you need to be positive all the time I mean, you don't you know if you have a bad day you have a bad day yeah fuck it <laughs> Yeah, I, I think needed to say I, that. I, I also <laughs> believe that a lot of good emotions could come out of bad emotions. I think. Yeah, of course. It's so stereotypical. It's a and, and fantasy trope, yeah. but I believe that the one of the only ways to be brave is by being scared, of course. and by handling your fear and by doing something with it that shows bravery. Bad emotions can give you so much experience to conquer more difficult stuff later on in life like if you've never been sad in your life and then suddenly something sad does happen you have no clue how to deal with it and you're gonna be a mess and it's it's, it's gonna be chaotic it's just the principle of yin and yang mm -hmm. the bad and comes with the good exactly. but the good also comes with the bad yeah exactly so i just wanted to like pop that in <laughs> nice way of saying this is something that you'll probably haven't heard of and it's again quite difficult for me to say it's called the Nalusa Falaya Nalusa Falaya Nalusa Falaya yeah it's a being from it's Choctaw mythology Choctaw is um, a Native American ah, it's, One, it's a Native Choc American oh, tribe okay. um, the Narusa Falaya is also a shadow resembling a man, mm -hmm. shadow entity resembling a man. He has very small eyes, long pointed ears. Oh, okay. And uh, it really likes to frighten hunters and feed off their fear. Hunters that come in the tribes I, area. I think what they mean with hunters is because it's a Native American. Mm -hmm. Native American Indian culture that they mean hunters as in the men who go hunting from their own tribe yeah oh okay yeah I don't think it's a, a protective being I think it's a, a scary being mm, as in like a guardian of the animals that no, doesn't I don't really think oh. it's I couldn't it's really find a lot of information no. about it I don't I think it's something that's not really spoken about that much I think it's interesting because it's the first time that we heard about long pointy ears yeah and like small it, eyes and sm like eyes have been mentioned but yeah the color eyes. of them yeah but small eyes is very specific and, and the long pointy ears it really puts it a bit in detail that's why I thought about animal like an animal protecting I'll show you a picture yeah I have found a picture of yeah. it we can put it on uh, our Instagram they come before dawn <laughs> Oh. Maybe describe what you see. It almost looks like a zombie wolf. 
that stands on two legs. But I mean, it has the ears. It has the kind of the shape as well, except for it's standing on two legs and it has a tail as well. So yeah, that's correct. I think animal protector. I actually or not. The vibe I get from it is more like a skinwalker, to be honest. Oh. A skinwalker, a shaman who turned evil, uses belts of animals to change oh. into different animals. Like it used to be a human. Used to be human. Okay. Cannibal. Yeah. Cannibalism is also most. I mean, it could also be. Yeah. But I mean. I did really find that much mm-hmm. info about it. Find a couple of pictures and a little description, um, oh. but it's mostly said to be a shadowy entity. Yeah. So we'll put the picture in on it's, our Instagram. It's really creepy. It's a bit creepy thing. Okay, that's that's interesting. And I have two more. Mm-hmm. One is a, again Native American. It's okay. uh, from the Cherokee culture. Um, their shadow people are also more monstrous in appearance uh, they are humanoid shape but are not proportional to normal humans oh okay so long arms long legs slender man slender man type oh. of, yeah something oh dear. Uh, these beings are the product of medicine people gone evil medicine people medicine shaman medicine men oh yeah, yeah okay okay, okay. Uh, they have been perverted by the use of their powers for their own greed Oh. These people cease to be people and become something else. They cannot be considered human okay. anymore. It's sort of like a skinwalker, as I just yeah. described. It's also the same line of thinking. It's like what um, in witchcraft would be uh, like a dark magic. Like if you use magic for your own instead yeah. of for others, you yeah. turn ev- like you turn evil, like quote unquote, uh, as well. Yeah. It's the same principle, but yeah. in Cherokee there is also uh, a being like that. Okay. Yeah. And then there is one that's a bit closer to home. Mm-hmm. It is actually a Belgian legend. I know this one. It's called <laughs> Old Red Eyes, or we would call or the Beast of Flanders. Yeah. We would call it Ode Rode Ogen, but it's just a translation oh, of yeah. Old Red Eyes. Yeah. Um, it was supposed to be a seven-foot-tall, black-clothed man who changed into a large black dog with fiery red eyes. How tall is seven foot? Seven foot would be two meters plus. So 2.10 meters. That's tall. That's tall. That's tall. Mm-hmm. That's over... That's... I don't really think... I don't know anyone who's over two meters. I do. Okay, never mind. <laughs> never mind then. Uh, in recent times, he could change into a dark shadow with red eyes. Mm-hmm. In his late 17th century, children were reported missing and were believed to be the victims of a cannibalistic shapeshifter. Witnesses claimed to have seen a large naked black man running away after trying to steal a young girl from her bed. So. Now it's a black man. I think. And not a black clothed man. I think what they mean with a black man is uh, his skin color is black. Okay. He was shot at and seen to be changed into a large black dog. Then, sadly, homeless man was caught, lynched, and skinned, all without a trial. 
Oh, they thought this homeless yeah. man was... They saw a homeless man who probably vaguely... Resembled. Yeah, resembled a seven-foot black man. And they okay. said, you're the beast of Flanders. Took him. They, without a trial. Yeah, without a trial. Lynched mm -hmm. him and skinned him alive. Mm -hmm. um, from the early 18th century until the present, a dark, a ghostly dark figure with fiery red eyes has been seen in Machelen and its surrounding areas. It is said that he seeks his skin to become whole again as a demonic figure he once was. Okay. Yeah. Uh, during the 20th century, the ghostly being was called the Necker. Mm -hmm. As part of a story told uh, to children who stayed up past midnight, um, they would be eaten alive if they didn't go to sleep. So he was used as a boogeyman. Yeah. I think we can agree on what this probably was. Yes, probably. And it's very sad. But yeah, in that time, I mean, we're talking about slavery here. Yeah, I think. I think so. We I mean, can I see think. the racist connotations yeah. about it. It probably was. Yeah. Just a black man who was used as a scapegoat. Yeah, and I mean, he probably was trying to escape. Yeah. His horrible circumstances. I think and we'll yeah. we'll use we'll have another episode where we talk about beasts in specific, and I think the beast of Landers will be talked about again in that yeah. episode mm -hmm. uh, so he will probably come up in, an, in a future episode mm -hmm. but I think it's already a, quite a sad tale yeah yeah let's Same, because this is the second Belgian legend we talked about and they don't really we don't really have a good track record in Belgian legends no. they're not really <laughs> no. happy legends that's the, obviously the Bokken riders didn't end all that happily no. <laughs> and this one doesn't let's try maybe next week to put in a <laughs> a better Flemish or a better, better Belgian if we can find one <laughs> yeah if we can oh find God. one but uh, yeah I, I I think the last one is definitely it's, yeah it's it's I, I don't really have I don't really know what to say about it it's it's such a dark thing it's and a very it's, sad past of history. It's a very it's, definitely sh never should have happened. It's so crazy to think that people who lived 200, 300 years ago it's could do anything like this. Okay. Oh, it's just I don't really like it. No. Let's keep it at that. Yeah, same. You have a few personal experiences you want to talk about. Yes, indeed. I did my research on more personal experiences and I want to start with my own personal experience. So I've had a period of my life a few years ago where I constantly saw a shadow in the corner of my eyes and like many other people I think I went to Google for help. Yeah. <laughs> and okay I did. You, you know, put your symptoms yeah, into indeed. Google and, and you have cancer. And I have uh, cancer like yeah. everyone else. So, um, <laughs> I mean, let's face it, we're kind of all the old. It's what Google says, and if Google says that you have cancer, you have it's cancer. It's true. No, but seriously, though. Um, so, obviously, I came up with some paranormal stuff, but I actually came up with something else, and it was vitamin A deficiency. Deficiency, yes. Yeah. 
So apparently, when you lack vitamin A, um, you can see black spots or black figures, like not figures, but black something in the corner of your eyes. Um, so I was like, oh, okay, what food contains vitamin A? Like I didn't went to the doctor to get it checked because I was otherwise I was feeling fine. So I just ate some more foods that were rich in vitamin A and it stopped. What what foods? Apparently fish. Fish, you ate more fish. Yeah, and, and some other things, but yeah, I don't really like probably recall. nuts or something. I have no like I don't recall. Like I'm I'm not a I'm I'm not an expert on yeah. food. But you just ate more <laughs> rich <laughs> vitamin A richer food and it passed. And it yeah, it, it stopped. So I figured it's probably just that and for a lot of people this actually might be a very logical explanation. Could be. So Could be. now you know that. But of course this does not where it ends, like this would be very boring if that is where it ends. So I tried to find some personal experiences of other people and a lot of them were very alike, but yeah, here are some stories that I encountered while doing research. So the first one is a story by Haley Reese. So Haley Reese is a YouTuber whose channel is about all things paranormal. I have been following her for quite a few years. Like I don't watch every video, but like some of them are You watch a couple really of videos nice. yeah. once in a while. So she's a Christian woman who believes in, this, in the strength of light and love, which I have talked about yeah. before. So that's like, well, that comes That's why you get the light and love yeah, thing. That's uh, indeed from her. And she claims to have experienced many paranormal, like, or, or had many paranormal encounters. Yeah. Um, so she has a whole video dedicated to shadow people, um, which is where I got my theories from. But she didn't only have paranormal experiences with shadow people. No, 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 about all kinds of stuff. Yeah, all like, kinds. Yeah, but she... But obviously you're gonna talk about her experience with shadow people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It would be a very long episode if yeah, I would if, uh, yeah, everything yeah, yeah. she, she um, experienced. So um, she says that when she was little, she would wake up in the middle of the night and she would see a shadow figure on the side of her bed. She thought um, her eyes like weren't adjusting to the dark yet. Yeah. So she couldn't like really make out what it was. She just saw this like darker patch. Yeah. Like a little darker than the yeah. rest of her room. Like the corners is a bit darker yeah. than the rest. So she said that this uh, shadow person that was in her room would even walk across the room sometimes. So it happened multiple times. It yeah. wasn't a one-time thing. Um, and it would just walk around sometimes. And that's that. At other times, she would roll over in her bed, open her eyes for a brief moment, like waking up for like two seconds, um, and she would see a shadow person lying next to her in bed. Lying next to her yeah, in bed. Yeah, that's creepy. That's something that I've not really no, found somewhere me else. Me either. So. In the book Darkness Walks, mm -hmm. uh, Jason Offit he <laughs> begins the book by saying, I don't really want this book to be a collection of different stories and then the book becomes a collection of different oh. stories so there's a lot of stories I've read I've not read someone someone experiencing yeah. shadow people lying next to them no me neither is like I didn't yeah did she say if she felt weight on the bed mm, like I... she she saw the shadow person lying no. next to them or she felt 
No, she sighed. Yeah. She didn't mention feeling like yeah. the mattress was like sinking yeah. a little bit. She says that she used to get rid of these shadows by quickly turning on the light, like which is, I think, an obvious thing to do. Yeah. But now she sees, if she sees one, she just goes back to sleep because she believes that most of, of the times these uh, things are harmless. So she's just like, okay, shadow person is over there. I'm just gonna go back to sleep. I, I, I actually I had a bit of a image in my mind when you said that first she just did, oh, she just put the light on yeah. then I got the image she doesn't do that anymore now she just pulls out a gun and starts <laughs> blasting <laughs> I don't know why it's <laughs> it would be so funny if that would be the next step that would be very disturbing like imagine blah, 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 blah. <laughs> just imagine like opening fire in the middle of night oh my god no that would be that would be yeah if that was the case i think she needs some help <laughs> yeah i think she would be correct so no she says that if you trust in faith and um in the faith of light and love yeah that evil beings won't be around you so it's really a faith-based yeah. um exactly. way of thinking yeah and she also believes that shadow people come from other dimensions okay so the dimensions are that yeah it's exactly. really it is something that comes back yeah. in, in probably yeah. almost every story indeed the next yeah <laughs> you have been hyping this part up to me it's yeah because it, it's it's a roller coaster it's a roller well, coaster i'm so excited i don't i, I hope i no can explain it well because obviously i'm not gonna like i didn't i don't know the exact story about this girl like um every part of it because it was a lot of, but i just collected yeah the shadow so to give part. to give our listeners um a bit of insight in the way we do our research and the way we communicate with each other we have a shared a document that we use and we put our research in that document and once uh, once we finished our research we just skim over each other's parts. Yeah, but I told you not to read this part. Yeah, so I'm so I'm sort of excited. This is my first time here. Yeah, this. because it it sounds okay. No, I'm just yeah, just just go ahead. Just go ahead. So the next experience that I found was actually on an episode of Doctor Phil. Yeah. So there's a clip on YouTube from an episode of Doctor Phil where a girl, also named Haley not the same Haley. Two Haley's. Um, claims that she sees shadow people and they call out her name sometimes. Like she's sitting there, like she she seems kind of like not shy but like kind of um, almost introvert. Like yeah. she's very like timid, is that the thing? Timid, yeah. Like she's like oh, I I don't want I don't want them around me anymore. I don't feel safe. I want them to go away. Um, Dr. Phil asks her, like, have you tried medication? Like, yes, doctors have prescribed her medications. Um, she says it doesn't work. She keeps seeing them because at first I was like, okay, maybe it's something like schizophrenia. Yeah, it's a like, mental it thing. Like, it exists. Like, it could be. But no medication at all working seems kind of weird to me. So I was like, is this actually something paranormal on Dr. Phil? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I just I kind of believed her almost. Like I was like, oh shit, like 
Okay. I was actually seeing shadow okay. people. I feel it coming. Now I did some digging I and I found more clips of this episode on Dr. Phil with yeah. Haley and even another episode. Where she girl. was also featured? Yeah, I, I think it is a different episode because she's wearing different clothing. Yeah. And it's like with her mom and sister. Apparently she also claimed to be pregnant with Jesus. Okay. And she diagnosed herself with paranoid schizophrenia. Oh, okay. Now, I'm not a doctor. N I, yes, that's I, correct. <laughs> You're not a doctor? I am not. I know a little bit about different mental illnesses, but not enough to claim something myself here. I don't know, maybe she has paranoid schizophrenia, maybe she doesn't. I wouldn't know. I'm not going to judge about that. Um, I do believe, however, that she definitely does have a mental illness and she needs to be treated for it because when you see other clips of her, she is very convinced that she's pregnant while she clearly is not. Yeah, so she's clearly not in the right She mind. also, like, I don't know the history like between her mom. I can see her mom and sister having, like, arguing really heavily with her. And yeah. suddenly she's really not that timid and shy anymore. And I'm like, yeah. wait, this is like a whole different person. Yeah. Because at first I thought it was a different girl. Yeah. And then I watched more clips and I was like, this is actually the same girl, huh? And I was like, what? What? I was so confused. These two, like, not two, but these all different type of clips, it's like, yeah. it's a completely different girl. So, yeah. yeah, the shadow people are probably... It could be... Could not be the truth. It's not said. the truth. But, but the thing I, is, ha I have to be honest. Dr. Phil isn't technically a doctor. Anymore. Anymore. Yeah. He he does have a PhD in clinical psychology, but he's not a licensed psychologist. So he can call himself a doctor because technically he's a doctor. Yeah, okay. But he can't prescribe any medicine or oh. he can't prescribe any treatment. Okay. So every time in the episodes he tells them, well, we're gonna, like the ranch, he talks about the ranch he sends children and problem people he sends them to the ranch mm, okay. a doctor wouldn't do that it's a sort of a rehab center oh, okay, but yeah. it's not a licensed rehab center uh, and there's okay. a lot of shady stuff happening there oh, really? as well oh, yeah course. you know the girl um, she got really famous on the, the catch me outside girl so she's a rapper as well, Bad Bad Baby, I think. No, you don't. <laughs> Wait. Okay, so she got really famous uh, because she had a really bad attitude, and she wanted to fight her mom on the show and stuff like that. Oh. So Dr. Phil yeah. uh, prescribed her to go to the ranch. She has come out with her experiences on the ranch, and it was really borderline. I think you could call it borderline abusive. Oh. And but is her Dr. Phil has nothing to do with that. He just sends people there and that's it. Oh, okay. He doesn't go there. He doesn't yeah. interact with anyone there. Mm -hmm. But is her story reliable? I oh. mean, there have been other people been coming okay. out with similar stories. Okay. Well, I mean, it's, it's, I think it's kind of obvious that the show Dr. Phil it's itself... It's, it's, it's Yeah, it's about drama. They it's a reality TV. The but girl probably came to the show for some help and they amped her up 
said, yeah, you could have some problem, but why not say that you're pregnant with Jesus? Yeah. They, but, well, there's think, a lot of fabrication. I think that's the first thing why she came on the show, to be honest. I think, what yeah, because, um, well, I looked her up on her Instagram. Yeah. And there were actually photos of her with a belly. Yeah. Like, but she's not pregnant, but she oh. has a belly. So it's like, oh, was it dated before the show or you didn't check? I that? think it was like around the show, yeah. yeah. So, but it, you had that. What is the name? Like you can have a lot of pregnancy symptoms without actually being pregnant. It's a thing. Yeah. So I kind of guess that you know, if your belly starts swelling like that, like that much. But that's a. That's for dogs. No, humans can have that. Humans can have that as well. Yes. You sure about that? I am hundred percent sure because no. she's not the first case I heard about that. Oh okay. Just, I didn't it, know that. I know. Yeah, it, yeah, of course. Yeah, it happens with dogs and, and rabbits and other and rabbits of animals, and animals. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, humans can have that as well. And they, there are sim symptoms. Yeah, but it's a mental disease. Yeah, I mean, it could be also be an um, uh, not a mental disease, but like really your body. Like, and of course, if you take an echo and it's clear that you're not pregnant and you believe it, like then there's something wrong with your body mm. and it's not a mental yeah. illness, but it can be a mental illness But well. we're not. In this case, it is. But still, we're not doctors. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> no, we're not Absolutely doctors. Absolutely not, but I think I'm kind, kind yeah, of right. You're probably <laughs> right somewhere. <laughs> so, um, like I said, I didn't get to watch the whole episode. Um, I just watched some clips and it definitely seemed like she believed what she was saying um, even if they were obvious lies so I didn't find any recent updates on her I went to her Instagram to check but the latest picture dated from 2018 I think so I can only say that I hope she's doing better now yeah and that she got the help that she, that she obviously did. needed yeah so the next one is about Corey Shear and Corey Shear I'm a little fan. It's really <laughs> close to your heart. I is one of heard my that name a couple of times. YouTubers. Yeah, <laughs> he's so funny. And um, yeah, so he's part. So he's he has his own YouTube channel, but he's also part of one of my favorite channels called TFIL, which is now being transferred to the channel named Overnight. So TFIL won't upload paranormal content anymore, but other content. And they moved their paranormal content to a new channel called Overnight. So um, this channel explores haunted places to collect evidence from the paranormal. And what I like about them is that they are very realistic and down to earth, but also open-minded. So Elton Casti is the one that kind of leads the whole channel. Um, and it's really about finding evidence and not as much about getting views. Yeah. Like they. You can, I mean, it's easily, easily said that they don't fake it, it's all yeah. real. But from these guys, I, I follow a lot of paranormal mm -hmm. YouTubers, and these are the only ones that I 100% believe. They collect such good evidence, and they even upload videos where they don't collect any evidence at all, just like to show like, sometimes it's just nothing, sometimes it's not haunted, or we don't get mm -hmm. anything. And, that's what makes it so believable and that's why I like them so much. 
But of course, right now it's about one of their team members, which is Orishir, um, who has also done a lot of paranormal paranormal investigation in the past with Sam and Colby. Do you know Sam and Colby? I have no idea who those YouTubers are. Sam and Colby, they're very funny. Um, so they have done some paranormal research together as well. What's the Sam and Colby? Sam and Colby they're are just Sam and Colby. Known as Sam and yeah, Colby. Yeah, okay. two. Like now they're in their twenties, but they started off as teenagers on Vine, and they were very popular. So they moved to YouTube and they made all kinds of videos. I think they're hilarious. Sometimes a little bit over the top and a little extra. Like I don't believe every paranormal thing they do mm -hmm. even though their videos are very entertaining um it's more entertainment yeah uh, even though they made some scary things like uh, some things i believe but some things I, yeah. i'm like i'm not too sure about that sorry if you're you know they're not gonna okay. listen to uh, this but sorry if you do Any <laughs> 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 but uh so Corey has done some investigations with them and in one of their videos, he tells his story with the shadow. So when he was younger, Cory and his family played with the Ouija board, and uh, a lot, actually. And since then, Cory has been seeing a dark human-like figure with a top hat and a cane oh, that yeah. he named the shadow man. Yeah, it's a hat man. Yeah. That's the thing that, oh, okay. It's a hat man. Yeah. He claims he has seen this figure more than once and he also wonders that if he has been haunted his whole life. Like if the haunting follows him. Yeah, if it didn't ha if it happened before the Ouija board. Yeah, for example. But but also like in their videos, it is clear that Cory attracts more paranormal things yeah. than the other members of the so channel. So you're saying if Cory's in the video something might be more likely yes. to happen. And there are like they work together with mediums sometimes, and yeah. these mediums have confirmed that that yeah. Corey is indeed mm, like like sensitive to the paranormal. If you believe that, yeah, mediums tell the truth. Well, some do, some don't. I guess I don't know. There's there's one that they've been working together with lately called Patty. I I forgot her last name, and I really like her, like Patty. Patty's cool. Patty. Patty's cool medium. <laughs> anyway, um, so now during one of Sam and Colby's videos, they were investigating the Langham Hotel in London, which is said to be the most haunted hotel in the UK. When Corey suddenly got a text from his little brother, who was back in the US, that he started seeing the Shadow Man around the house. At that moment. At that exact moment. Okay. So, of course, at that time, like, Corey is freaking out, and I think this is one of the first times he talks about the Shadow Man in the videos. Oh, there's never been... There might have not been any mention of the Shadow Man before that. There were, I think, a little mention, like, a little but bit no of No explanation. Mention, but yeah, not too... If, if I, like, I'm, I'm not... I haven't been following them for, like, since the beginning, so yeah, I'm not okay. sure. But... I... I've been following them for two or three years now, and I think that that was definitely one of the first times. Mm -hmm. And it was the, the way Corey was looking like he is either an extremely good actor or it's real. Or it's Jenna. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, um, and they later also made an entire series about this. 
about the Shadow, Shadow Man, Man. Okay. about Corey's Shadow Man, yeah. which is very interesting to watch. It actually is one of their most um, critiqued video. Is that a word? Yeah, critique? that's a word. Well, critique. Critique. If, it, if it, it wasn't, it's now good or bad. Bad. Oh. Yeah. Um, I why? don't really remember why. Ah, yeah. Because I thought it was actually a very good video, but apparently, a lot of viewers were, I don't know, disappointed. I think because it was more genuine than the other videos. Okay. And the viewers maybe wanted more drama. Or not drama, but more spooky. Like, I don't know, I, th I, th I thought it was a really what, good video. Were they just sitting around and talking? They actually went back to, where is he from? Just for, where his hometown. Florida or something? Something Florida, it's just a state. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. okay. I mean, all 50 states of America. Florida, Texas, or... <laughs> so, yeah, he went back to the, his hometown, like, yeah. visited his family, visited the house. And at that moment, they were at the house, something paranormal actually happened. Well, was it paranormal? It could have been electrical issues, but it was a really big coincidence. And yeah, I, th I think it was a really good and genuine video. And yeah. Okay. The problem isn't gone though, like he's still haunted. And they still make videos. They still, like, um, he doesn't make videos with Sam and Colby much anymore because they are on a different path right now like they are more they stepped away from the Sam and Colby are stuff. now do like doing more their bucket list kind of thing it's yeah. like called 25 by 25 or something and they just want to do 25 things before they die very cool but Corey is now more with Elton from the overnight channel doing paranormal things know. over there no it's really a thing it, it is I'm, I'm really into this I mean it kind of helps, they're all pretty good looking, so... <laughs> uh. I mean... Mm. <laughs> and I'm sorry, Corey's just really cute! <laughs> and everyone, everyone who's, who's, who watches his videos is like... He's cute! <laughs> <laughs> <He's> just... <laughs> okay, so you're not looking for paranormal, you're just looking at cute guys. I get it. So, um, on to the next... Uh... No, I'm not done. <laughs> oh, you're not done, you're not done. No, okay, um, wait, actually, kind of... Yeah, no, I'm kind of, I, I am done with this part. So, these were some personal experiences, um, from YouTubers and someone on Dr. Phil. Oh. But I found many more personal experiences, especially on Reddit. Yeah. Um, some more believable than others, in my opinion. But there was one other type of experience shared by many, many other people. People who see the shadow man or shadow people while they're lying in bed, which yeah. we've already talked about. They're awake, but they're unable to move. And they're experiencing um, sleep paralysis, yeah. which is a very terrifying, but very real condition. It is so fucking terrifying. I can it's only imagine. Unbelievable. Never I've never it. experienced no, it. No, me neither. And I hope, I pray to whatever is out there that yeah. I will never experience that. Um, so I'm sorry if you do. I'm so sorry if you do. We're here for you. <laughs> we want to listen to you. Yeah. Talk to us. It's not much we can do, but we're here for you. But I'm 
like from what I've read, it apparently isn't always terrifying. Like at the moment you know what it is. Yeah, that's then that's the you moment. can like kind of relate. Like yeah. okay, it's just this happening. Just stay calm. Of course, it's really creepy if you see hallucinations and stuff. But the moment you know what you're going through, I guess it's less it's just, terrifying. Ah, oh, you just you wake but, up uh, and you can't move. Well, it's actually kind of a normal thing that when you dream, apparently you're always paralyzed. Yeah, I didn't know that's that. That's correct. Yeah, but apparently that is well, because otherwise reason. you would yeah. do your movements that you're doing in your dream you would also do them in real yeah. life which have has happened to me before but it was very funny not story, related story for a different time not related <laughs> um so with sleep paralysis you are awake as in you can open your eyes and you can breathe but your body is still quote-unquote dreaming so you're not able to move or speak at all so yeah, this sounds scary as fuck, but like I said... It's just the transition between... Waking up and dream sleeping and... Dream and yeah. wakefulness is wakefulness. sort of blurred. Yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, it's kind of... And the transition mm -hmm. isn't really going that good. And that's why yeah. you wake up, but yeah. you're still asleep. Yeah, something like that, yeah. indeed. Um, so like we said, some people experience hallucinations during these episodes. Like, your dreams mingle with reality. Um, and some people have experienced sighting of monsters, ghosts, or shadow people. Shadow people. While being in a state of sleep paralysis. Um, so I can understand why people would think it's a par paranormal phenomenon, especially when you've experienced it for the first time and you don't know what sleep paralysis is. Um, then, yeah, obviously, first thing that would come to mind is probably something paranormal. I think it's safe to say that it's not. No, it, there's a scientific it's, reason for yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. It's a very real it's condition. Looked with at a, and yeah, exactly. So in these cases, I do not believe that we're dealing with a shadow man or shadow people. So now we actually have someone um, who experienced sleep paralysis and had like um, a very scary experience with it. And he's a friend of the show. Yes, exactly. Um, so we were allowed to share his story. And we are talking about Jens from Rafspraak. So Rafspraak is a very amazing Belgian paranormal comedy podcast. An absolute must hear for all our Dutch-speaking listeners. Yeah. Um, it's also the podcast that got me into podcasts, yeah, basically. Yeah, that's correct. Uh, it is hosted by Jens and Nikki. And yeah, this is... A little shout out and a big thank you to Jens for sharing yeah. his story. You can always find them at Rasprak on Instagram, yes. on Facebook, and all the, also on their website, Rasprak.be. Which is a very hard to pronounce if you've been speaking English the whole time. Yeah, that's correct. <laughs> they have, I think, 40 episodes. Yes, they, this point. Uh, so they have quite a bit of a backlog at this yeah. moment. They have 40 episodes now, and now they're doing a little break yeah. before returning. I but think, it's, after a, summer it's a really a must listen to. Definitely. It's it's like creepy, but it's it's definitely really funny as well. Yeah, it's, <laughs> I, I like it because it's uh, their couple. Yeah. So it's boyfriend and girlfriend, <laughs> and they, they, you really feel that their energy is a yeah. bit different than uh, regular podcast hosts. Yeah, indeed. And I told them this, but I always listen to their podcast when I'm like um, biking, 
biking, cycling. Yeah, if you go to your job. To, to, to work or uh, back home. Yeah. And sometimes I'm just laughing. Like, I, I need to hide my mouth with my scarf or anything because otherwise it would look so yeah. stupid. <laughs> I listen to their podcast when, uh, because I when it's still the dark. Oh, that's In the weird. morning. It's <laughs> 5 a.m. in the morning. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, so I'll, I'll, is, yes. I'll, I'll say Jens's experience. Yes. So, if you listen to the podcast, you wouldn't think this, but Jens used to be a, quite a shy kid. Um, he was bullied by a guy who was in the same class as him. That guy's mom was actually a teacher at school that he went to. When Jens got to the fourth year of middle school, the teacher he got was his bully's mom. That's nice. So, in Belgium, in middle school, you have one teacher for a whole year. So there's six years of middle school yeah. and you have six different teachers. Yeah, it's def- com- middle school is completely different than in the yeah, US. High school and... It's completely yeah, different. Yeah, it's any US listener, any UK listeners as well. Yeah. It's a completely different uh, grading system in Belgium. Just know, Jens had one teacher for a whole year and that was his bully's mom. On his first day, the first thing his teacher told him was, I have heard of you. You bully my son. So his bully told his mom that Jens bullies him, but it's actually the other way around. Yeah, I've had a similar situation when I was a kid. Jens being... Very frustrating. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I I can't believe that's very frustrating. (laughs) Um, But Jens being a shy kid, he didn't really want to correct the record he he was afraid to mm-hmm. so that school year at one point the class had a math assignment and he got a textbook full of math exercises you know it we all had these textbooks yeah so it's a textbook Jeez. with a couple of pages full of math exercises um and he had to do some exercises as an assignment mm-hmm. Jens didn't hear what specific exercises he had to do and he was too shy to ask what the exercises Uh, were. That's very relatable as well. It's very relatable. I have done this myself. (laughs) Yes, me too. So he went home, he did a couple of exercises. Ah, yes. He didn't know what, he did a lot of exercises. Next day he went to school and of course he didn't make the exercise that he needed to do. Of course, like... Yeah, of course, obviously. Uh. That's very stressful. Mm-hmm. And he didn't ask what the exercises were. The next day. So that oh. same evening, he made more exercises. Still the wrong exercises. <laughs> so the teacher, the next day, reprimanded him again. Said, he didn't do the right exercises. You should, you should do your exercises. Instead of telling him? No, but she, she oh, probably okay. just didn't notice that. She, she probably looked at his exercise, saw they weren't filled, then decided you're not doing your exercises, not seeing that he did other exercises. This went on for two weeks. So you cannot believe how stressful this is. I, it's, he describes this situation in his own podcast. It's mm-hmm. so... I feel stressed for him at that moment. So it was so stressful that he counted down 
the seconds and the minutes at night till he had to go back to school the next day. Man. Eventually, the teacher caught up and asked him if he knew what exercises he had to do and he confessed that he didn't know. And the teacher only asked like after two weeks? Like, yeah. damn, come on. Yeah. Like, ugh. So obviously, ah. in those two stressful weeks, he had a night when he woke up and he couldn't move a single muscle. So he was laying on his side, couldn't move a single muscle. I was a kid. Eventually, he sort of opened his eye, he could open one eye. And when he looked around with his one eye, he saw a single black figure, the size of a child, standing oh. next to him. Oh, actually... Oh, I, I mean, I obviously heard their episode about sleep paralysis, but I didn't remember it was a child. Yeah. That's, child. that's also actually a first, right? I have... Or not? I don't really know if... I think it happens more often, but... Oh. It's mostly huh. a man. Yeah. Yet saw a child. That's really creepy. But I mean, it's it's obvious that this sleep paralysis. But most of the time, these things come from stress. It's just so sad that a kid is going through so much stress and eventually experiences something like that. Something so terrible. Like what? So fourth year of middle school is like ten years. Yeah, I think ten, eleven years is probably depends on when you're born. Yeah, depends on when you're born. <laughs> like, yeah. so um, that, yeah, no, no, no. If I would have experienced something like that at ten years old, like what the hell? He still has these episodes, these sleep paralysis episodes. But it has been a while. I. In their episode, they said that um, Nikki yeah. hasn't experienced it with Jens. No, so no, no Ray. It, no, hmm? Nikki says that she has ha been there, that they, that hmm? she has experienced these episodes with him. Nikki, I forgot. <laughs> no, I really don't. Oh shit. Yeah, I've listened to it today. Oh yeah, you did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I listened to it when it came out, which was like months yeah, ago. Yeah, I've so. re-listened to the episode You're a couple correct. of times. You're correct, fine. And she <laughs> says that she... But these episodes, they say that not only do he, does he see the child, but he also wakes up with um, sort of screaming, oh no, get them off me, talking about spiders and stuff like that. Ew. Something like that. And that is actually something that my uh, brother-in-law has. Oh. So my brother-in-law, I have never experienced it, but when my sister-in-law and her boyfriend at that time, now her husband, or my brother-in-law, when they still lived at home, sometimes he would wake up in the middle of the night screaming. Awake the whole house. Oh shit, okay. Because he was screaming. He was screaming, get them off me, get these spiders off me. Oh no, all Sometimes, other times he would scream because, I mean, stuff. He screamed because the walls fell down. Mm -hmm. He screamed. It was just, yeah, that, it is sort of like sleep paralysis. It's on the same line. It's or a vivid, nice, a vivid nightmares, vivid night terrors. Yeah. Which go over into a wakefulness yeah jesus yeah i sadly haven't had the um 
opportunity to experience one of his. I wanted. I really wanted to. Oh god. Experience that because it's. It's so weird. It's so bizarre. I personally always have extremely vivid dreams or nightmares. Like sometimes they're. I wouldn't call them a nightmare, but they're also not like a pleasant dream. And they're very vivid, as in I wake up more tired than when I went to sleep. Oh yeah, so... I've also woken up crying, uh, yelling not so much, but speaking, like talking in my sleep and stuff. And okay, I think maybe I should kind of share, <laughs> just because it's funny. You'll all laugh. It's funny. I'm gonna share it. Oh. <laughs> so, um, when I said uh, that you're paralyzed when you're dreaming, I, I said that yeah, I, that you I had once that one time I yeah. Yeah, apparently wasn't. So this was when I was still together with my ex-girlfriend, and we were lying together in bed, obviously. And I just started working at my previous job, which was in a supermarket. I was dreaming that I was stocking shelves and I was specifically stocking the mayonnaise. <laughs> the mayonnaise? Mayonnaise. Mayonnaise. <laughs> and um, for some reason in my dream, I, I wanted to. I had this jar of mayonnaise in my hand. I, I had to open it. Why would I be opening it? But I had to open it. So I was opening it. And suddenly I heard like a um, muffled sound and it was my girlfriend's saying what the fuck are you doing like half asleep still so i woke up from this and i was like huh so what was i doing with one hand i <laughs> with one hand i was holding her hand her head her head and with the other i was <laughs> making the movement to try and open the mayonnaise jar you were unscrewing <laughs> her head of myself doing that like I was saw my hands around her head and I just laughed so hard I could not stop laughing and she was so mad because she was like still asleep and she just wanted to sleep and she was like what are you doing and like leave me alone like I don't even know she was really awake and I literally I had to go out of bed I had to leave the room to laugh downstairs because I was I was there. I was dead. I, like it's the funniest sleeping experience I've ever experienced. <laughs> I always share I this have, with people, and it's, it just stays. I have never had that experience. Yeah. Nothing on those. Yeah. Ways. That was that was probably the most vivid thing I've ever like had. Well, uh, thank you really, for <laughs> sharing your very interesting story. So it was nothing paranormal. It was not creepy, but. I just had to share it. Like, this is the perfect moment to All share right. it. <laughs> yeah, it is, it is. So, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> maybe to start ending the episode now. Yeah, maybe. What's your whole opinion after all the research, after all the whole episode? What do you think about shadow people? Well, initially, I didn't believe it. Okay. I was like... They, nah. They're not real. I also didn't want to believe in it because they sound creepy as fuck. Now I'm kind of like, I I'm not hundred, well like one hundred percent convinced, but I think 
there might be something. The subject is very broad. Yeah, it's it's very broad and, and it's like some things are kind of logical. Like I mean, time travelers, like duh. Yeah, but the time travelers. <laughs> so no, but yeah, some things are like, huh? Like it's not proven. Like it's not a fact that that is real, but I guess it could be. Like, hmm, who knows? Who am I to say it's not true? Like, yeah. So, do I believe in it 100%? No. Do you think they're real? <sighs> I, I think so many. Like, I don't, I don't see a reason not to think they're real. As in, whatever you... Like, it, they so could it be ghosts. could be real. They could be ghosts. Yeah. So, I believe in ghosts. So, yes, then they would be real. If you were to say they're demonic entities then i would say probably not like i don't know i can't really say a yes or a no in this it's one. paranormal it's except if it's sleep paralysis then yeah. no or or like schizophrenia or mental illness obviously mental illnesses are nothing paranormal it's very real and sad i guess um but i also believe in the paranormal so i think i guess some encounters are I, I believe that every person that had these encounters and says they are real and they believe that they're real, that's correct. Yeah. If you say, yeah. I believe in ghosts, then I believe you. I don't believe in ghosts, but yeah. I believe yeah. that you Yeah. If you believe in ghosts, then okay, everyone, each to their mm -hmm. own, then ghosts are real. Yeah, you're not gonna go in discussion with me about... No. Ghosts can be real because this and this and No, I, if you if it's something that you believe, then mm -hmm. okay, then they're real. Yeah. Cool. I started before we started the research and looking into the shadow people. I knew quite a bit about shadow people. Mm -hmm. I heard a bit of them and listened to some podcasts. Most of the podcasts always focus on the dark entities, the hat man. The sleep paralysis and then how evil everything feels how mm -hmm. dark everything is we more used a broader stroke we didn't quite focus on the darkness of it yeah but we more looked at different cultures and mm -hmm. I mean different theories and st stuff along those lines yeah because in in a lot of theories and experiences people actually say that when they encounter one they don't necessarily feel like yeah. it's a dark Exactly. Person, so. Exactly. You're correct. Because we looked at it with a, a wider view, we found so much similarities between these cultures and so much things that are so yeah so similar, mm -hmm. which does not make it real for me. But I don't really know how I could describe this, but. I think that there is something there. I yeah. don't think it's a paranormal thing. I think it's more of a human thing. I think that it's in a, in a time travelers. <laughs> I think it's time travelers. I have to say it. <laughs> no, I think more of a, when people are in their high stress situations, they imagine, and I don't mean it in the bad way of mm -hmm. saying this, they imagine these entities and what's the thing that everyone sees. It's a thing that's been put out into the world that yeah, people see these true. 
shadow entities and these darkest things. We see it in all these different cultures. And in, in modern uh, Mo pop culture as well. Modern I, pop culture, I Actually, yeah. I, I forgot to mention that, but um, the hat man or the shadow man with a hat is supposedly could have been inspired, not inspired, but like created from images of Freddy Krueger. That's what I. Well, that's what someone said. And yeah. Because. But I think that. Okay, Freddy Krueger is not a shadow man, but he is a horror. Yeah, but I think the hat man actually predates. Okay, the hat man specifically, but. Yeah. Like. Yeah, but it, it. I mean. That's that's like what someone in a video said, yeah. and I was like, oh, okay. I like, understand. I understand what you mean. Was someone? I just think that the the whole thing of a dark human-like entity something that goes into so much cultures mm -hmm. goes into so much human psyche that i just think it's a manifestation of our yeah, human that could thinking. be that could be a very realistic i think approach. that's just yes. a realistic way of yeah. looking at it although i still believe in astral projection i mean do i yeah i do believe in it i've never done it i mean i've tried it but i haven't succeeded almost but i did it Time travelers. <laughs> Time travelers. Okay, let's just let's just finish the episode by um, asking you a um, time travelers real or not? Time travelers. Time travelers real or not? Yeah. Sure. Okay. If we survive. Thanks for listening, dear <laughs> listeners. You can always find us at They Come Before Dawn on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook. But on Twitter, it's They Come. Yeah, BFR, because the name's too long. You can also just send us an email at theycomebeforedawnpod at gmail.com. The name was too short. The name was too short. <laughs> and be sure to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, yeah. on Google uh, Podcasts, Google Play. Is that a... No, what? it's Google Podcasts. Is that, is that yeah. a thing? Oh. You have your reviews on there. Give us five stars. <laughs> Give us a good rating. It helps us. Share it with your friends. Share it with people in the middle of the street just walking around. <laughs> hey, you there, strange man. How about a podcast you like? Just share it with anyone yeah, you like. You never know. And thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Have a great night. Until the next one. Next time on They Come Before Dawn. Their skin is pale. Their hands are cold. They only come out at night. People fear them, for it is said, they will drink your blood. Are they real demonic creatures, or is it a sad and tragic story? In the next episode, we are talking about vampires.